0: I gotta tell you, as fans, listen to me, as a Flyers fan, I need you to understand that it's simply rude of you to complain about Nathan McKinnon. Welcome to Checking Out the Competition, Colorado Avalanche. We are joined uh, by the brand new site manager of Mile High Hockey, Evan Liu. How are you doing, Evan?
1: Thanks for having me. Second time around. Uh, yeah. excited to be back and obviously the new the new site manager for my i hockey which is always a fun kind of new thing to tell people but yeah here to talk all av stuff and with the flyers this week
0: yeah it's it's pretty great good for you um running a site already cuz you're a child
1: <laughs> <laughs> are we are bringing the slack conversations the real life now i see am just
0: <laughs> don't worry no one listens to these um so, checking my notes here, the Colorado Avalanche had a pretty good year last year. Um, seems like they had some success,
1: <laughs> you could yes, say. Yes, definitely some success. Um, had a
0: little bit of success on paper, you could say. Um, that said, uh, since this is the first time we're seeing the Avalanche this season, what if anything happened over the off season that you think is important to mention?
1: In the off season, um, in the off season, there's definitely been some changes that the Avs went through. Um, new goaltender, um, no more Darcy Kemper. Um, it was a one and done year for for Kemps. He's now off to the Washington Capitals. Um, and in replacement, the Avs have picked up Alexander Georgiev, uh, from the Rangers. Um, he was the the big move on the off season. The new fish, as you could say. Um, and, you know, Bjergiev had been looking for a number one starting spot. Um, he now has that in Colorado. Um, so that's that's definitely the new big addition to the team. Um, outside of the losses, there's been a few of those. Um, that's what you get with the Stanley Cup tax, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've lost uh, Andre Burakovsky. He's up in Seattle now. Um, actually doing really well up there, which is nice to see. Um and then the, the biggest loss arguably probably of the off season was um, Nazem Kadri um, off to the Calgary flames. Um, and it's, it has always been, it's been a fun debate between the avs community of who goes in the in the two C slot where Nazem Kadri was, um, mm. after, after his career year last year, um, putting up somewhere around like 90 points or something like that. Um, you know, he was, he was always going to be a major loss. Um, and so the abs have been doing what they can to try and fill the hole that he's left behind. Um, and the abs quote unquote, didn't really replace him with another, with the outside player, at least, um, they've been looking from within, um, to replace players. Um, and you know, that, that has, that has had its own interesting storylines this season.
0: So just, uh, taking a look at the, the Colorado season so far, um, I was actually surprised to see, just because, as I say all the time on this show, I pay zero attention to the Western Conference until we get to the Stanley Cup final, pretty much. Um, Colorado right now third in the Central Division and only seventh in the Western Conference. Which, um, you know, not, not really what you expect, but not terrible. And also, we're only like a third of the way through the season, so really it doesn't, doesn't matter that much right now. Um, but what would you say has been going well for the Avs so far this year?
1: Um, something that's been going really well has been the power play. Um, that power play has been a dominant force um on the ice. First in the league, um, I believe somewhere hovering around thirty, thirty-three percent. Um, which has been absolutely phenomenal. I think they in Buffalo this past Thursday, I believe they went like three for five or three for six on the power play. Um wow. very, very good power play. Um that's that's definitely been a bright spot and i think another another bright spot in one of the the harder moments of this season so far for the avs um has been the resilience through injury. um frankly put the avs are injured to hell and back. um four of our top six forwards are out. Isn't uh, that right? Two th- two three two three of our of our main defensive core is out. um so the, jo- the running joke is now that the Colorado Avalanche or the Colorado Eagles, who are our AHL affiliate, um, because there's just so many new guys and new faces in the lineup. But also with that being said, there's a, been a whole lot of NHL debuts that have happened this year um, for AHL players, um, getting getting looks in the team um, just because there's the opportunity to do so and see how they do at an NHL level. Um, So that's been fun to watch as well. Um, And it's great when all those new players and new chemistry together, um, you know, are able to to push through for for a victory, which is always nice. So those those have been the bright spots of what has been, I would say, a a tough season so far, Um, a quote unquote Stanley Cup hangover, you could say.
0: So I'm just uh, taking a look now at who is out. Um, Evan Rodriguez still out?
1: Evan Rodriguez is still out. Colin um, Byram. Byram's oh. out. Um, Landis
0: Gog out, right? Landis,
1: Landis Gog's been out since, for all year, since the beginning yeah. of the year. Mm-hmm.
0: Nachushkin is out. Yep. Josh Manson out.
1: Yep. That one's actually just a new one. He, All we were told was lower body injury after his game in Buffalo on, oh, on that's this fun, past new
0: one. Thursday. I'm sure you love that. And yep. then um, ESPN has Arturi Lekinen as day-to-day. So I guess he might be coming back.
1: Ooh, we we don't know yet. I mean, he took a at, at the time of this recording anyway. We he took a really hard hit um, against Boston um, hmm. on a WWE style play by Charlie McAvoy hmm. Just getting kind of wrestled down to the ice. Um, it's definitely not ideal. Um, and you know, if, it, if especially if it adds another one to our injury list, and you know, then who, boy, then we're gonna keep. We're gonna keep calling up those AHLers.
0: <laughs> so, taking a look at that list now, the whole um, seventh overall in the West—that is kind of coming into a clearer picture for me now. It makes more sense.
1: Yeah, that—that that would be why they're they're down there. Um, you know, and it's—I—I I know it sounds bad. I know it doesn't sound great that the Avs are injured to hell and back, and that there's not there's not a lot of good um, players in the team right now, or NHL caliper players on the team right now, you could say. Um, but the fact is that they're still winning and they're still, you know, and it's still early in the season. So there's not a ton to be concerned about yet. Um, the hope is that we're getting the injury bug out of the way now before, um, before, you know, March, April rolls around. So, um, just a matter of getting through the tough times at the moment and, and just working through until people come back, which is hopefully in the next couple of
0: weeks or so. Well, good news, at least for this particular game, the Flyers also have very little <laughs> NHL talent. So, um, you know, might be a, a bit of an easier one for your boys.
1: We'll see. Uh, we'll see.
0: Yeah. I mean, you never know what's hockey. Uh, who would you say? Um, I mean, outside of, I mean, it's not like Nathan McKinnon steps up. He's just always up, but like who would you say has stepped up in the face of all of these injuries? Like who's really impressed you?
1: Ooh. Um, I would say, um, this is this is definitely a name that people are not going to recognize if they don't follow the avalanche. Um, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Martin Kout. Um Kout is an AHL regular. Um he's been flirting, he's been flirting with an NHL call up. Um, you know in the last four years that he's been with the avalanche um and he's only he, he's been in the nhl before um this this season um and he's he's mostly just come in because of injuries in the past um so again he's been kind of called into that role um but because of the detriment of the injuries and the amount that there are um has actually gotten a lot of chances um this season um particularly up in the top six um he's found himself on the second line a whole bunch um and he's been he's been in, he's been in the lineup pretty much ever since Gabe Landeskog was out to be, to begin the year um so doing a lot of a lot of work up there in the top six um well he, he only has um uh, one goal and a couple of assists um you know he's he's getting plenty of things done um he's making himself notable um in the team and you know he think he's he could arguably be with the avalanche after all these injuries end, Um, you know, and we'll see, we'll see how it does. Um, He is just now coming off of illness though. Um, He wasn't with the team to start this uh, four game road trip that the Avs are on. Um, He just joined them in Boston um, this past Saturday, Um, but he wasn't in the lineup. So um, expect him to be back against Philadelphia, um, you know, coming up here on Monday. So. you know, look, look for him because it's obviously a different name and a different number um, yeah. other than, you know, 29 or 96 or eight <laughs> or whatever.
0: So you mentioned the biggest change this off season was a net. Um, Alexander Georgiev, whose name I always say wrong, um, is the new guy for you. And he right now, uh, 15 starts, he's got a 922, which is, you know, pretty good. Um, have you been happy with the change in net? and Do you think it's? going to give the avalanche a chance to get as far as they did last year
1: absolutely i think last year um the avalanche proved that you know you don't need a high-end goaltender um to win the stanley cup Mm -hmm. Um, they they proved that they could do it with darcy kemper and they can do it with a incredible defense ahead of him um that was how they got it done um and even during stretches last year when Kemper was injured and you had to have Pavel Francos come in um in his in his replacement um, to get the job done too was also really great to see so Francos is obviously still obviously still here and then of course I already mentioned Georgiev is is you know the new number 1 um in Colorado mm-hmm. and it's been a great sight to see Georgiev um doing so well in Colorado because there has been there has been stretches where the Avalanche get a new goaltender, and they always struggle to start. If you look back to Philip Grubauer and Kemper during their first years here, um, they they got off to really slow starts. They were never that dominant in net or giving up a lot of rebounds and giving up a lot of bad goals, um, things like that. Georgiev has really done well to control his rebounds, um, to take command of the crease, um, and you know play with a whole bunch of fire and passion. Um, when the abs played the rangers back in october i believe um in madison square garden against his former team that was probably the game of the year for the abs and he put up i think 40 something saves um including the shootout um and one in the shootout and his celebration was was pretty fun to say the least um he felt good to beat his old team so point being um georgiev is is great to have in net um, we're happy to have him here in Colorado. And even behind him, um, if give knock on wood ever goes down with these, with this injury bug that we currently have, um, then Francis is also very comfortable. He's been with this organiz- organization now for a good couple of years. So um, not not too worried back there as we have been in years past. Thank goodness.
0: So there was a, a rare goalie, Sally, that we missed. Should we Google it? Yeah, it, it? was is that good. It,
1: what did he do? He sa- he saved the he saved the shootout goal sa- he saved the shot, not the shootout goal. He saved the shot, and uh, I he did. I think he did like a knee raise and like jumped in the and jumped in the yeah. air, and yeah, it was it was that. a very passionate celebration.
0: So clearly, the injuries are the biggest problem with the Colorado avalanche right now, but what would you say has been the weakest part of their game on the ice so far this season?
1: Um, Well, obviously with, with what comes with injuries has been playing, you know, any, not NHL caliber players. So that's generally speaking, the play on the ice has been, has been lowered. Um, But outside of that, um, I would say probably the, the penalty kill has always been kind of an issue Um, this year for the abs. um, They started the year, I believe, you know, kind of 3 weeks into the season they were the top power play unit and then also the worst pk unit, which, you know, not ideal. Um so um the Avs, I, I believe are still 23rd um when it comes to the um the penalty kill um standings, if you could call it that. Um so still not super great, but the penalty kill has been got, has been getting better um in the past few games. Um but generally speaking, that's that's kind of been an issue. Um you know, if you're if you're able to move the puck well, um, you know, unfortunately are not NHL caliber players who are ending up on the PK are going to have to kill it off and then they're just going to struggle. So, um, you know, the AVs have been working on that. Bednar has been really pushing his guys for that and not taking penalties. Um, Buffalo in Buffalo a couple nights ago, they I think they gave eight penalties up, which was just whew, not okay. ideal. No, yeah. not great. So, um, you know, the flip side of that is that if the PK unit gets some more time to to work and practice, I guess. Um, so, you know, just a matter of of working on that still. Um, but that's definitely also been an, an issue this year. So, you get both sides of the good um, special teams. Uh, you get you get both sides of it, the good and the bad.
0: So, uh, my friend and I are attending this game. Um, both of us respectively in our avalanche gear, which for some reason, both of us have, um, I will be at the game in my Nathan McKinnon Jersey. This is just for funsies. Is Nathan McKinnon still Nathan McKinnon? Nathan McKinnon. drop off off. there at all? What's that? Any drop off there at all? No. Or is he still that guy?
1: Nathan McKinnon is still Nathan McKinnon. Um, yeah. It's actually weird. He's gotten some flack this year, um, for not scoring. Um, which is interesting because it's I not always
0: that he has a, a lot of assists, but not too yes. many goals.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's provided a whole bunch. Um, and, you know, I think that's what differs him from, from other high, high caliber players like Connor McDavid, um, you know, Austin Matthews, Nathan McKinnon is not meant to be a 60 goal scorer type mm-hmm. of player. Um, he's going to assist you a lot. Um and I think I think part of the the judgment has come from all of the injuries the guys have had of like, hey, listen, Nate, we need you to go out and go score two goals a night, um, which is still obviously something he can do. But that's not his that's not his style. That's not his play. Um, he's going to be looking for the seam passes to Miko Rantanen, um, the back passes to Makar. Um, you know, he's going to be looking for. For other players and looking for them to have better opportunities um that's his play style that's what he does um but yeah nathan mckinnon is still nathan mckinnon even if Avs fans are like we need him to score more he's still gonna, he's still gonna provide you plenty of assists as, as t- you've already seen this season
0: i gotta tell you Avs fans listen to me as a flyers fan I need you to understand that it's simply rude of you to complain about Nathan McKinnon when other teams are out here <laughs> dealing with the kind of things we're dealing with. I wish that my biggest problem was my Nathan McKinnon was not scoring enough goals to make me happy. That sounds like a good problem to have.
1: <laughs> it's definitely toned down this year after, after the cup win, which is always good to have, of course um, to kind yeah. of, Reinforce the team, obviously, and reinforce the players and the coaches and all that. But, you know, you're still going to have you're still going to have the odd ones out.
0: I mean, we're sports fans. We have to complain about something. Exactly. Be happy all the time. That would be weird.
1: You're right. Exactly right.
0: <laughs> all right. Last thing I will ask you, as I always do, is for a final score prediction for this game
1: final score prediction. Um I know the Flyers have also not been hot. I've, didn't they just end like a 10 game losing streak or something like that? Is what I heard.
0: They did. They lost 10-1-1 and now have lost two again. It's going oh, real they well.
1: Lost two straight. Okay. Yeah, it's going great. Let's see. The Avs, okay. The Avs are coming off a a brutal loss to the Boston Bruins this past Saturday. Um obviously injuries don't help with that. Um, and of course the Boston Bruins are the Boston Bruins this year. Um, so undefeated at home, all that stuff. So I think the Avs are going to come out and they're going to play angry. Um, they're not, they're not going to be happy with their, their performance in Boston. Um, they're not going to be happy with, you know, their, their fighting, their fighting mentality that they didn't have in Boston. Um, so I think the Avs are going to come out angry and despite the injuries, um, I think it'll be a close game, um, just because mm. the Avs have have been dealing with those injuries. Um, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with four three Colorado.
0: Okay. I think that's a solid, solid prediction. I'm on kind of the same thought process as you. The Flyers are terrible and also injured, uh, but mostly bad. Um, they did, however, much to my to my surprise, like kind of take it to the New Jersey Devils last night. Um oh, wow. They they ended up losing the game. But that that is kind of, I think, where I'm going with this one is that they might be able to give a a very injured Colorado Avalanche team like a little bit of a fight. But but what happened last night is I think what's gonna happen all the time with this Flyers team is that they're gonna try real hard. But at the end of the day, better players are just better. And at the end of the day, you know, the Avalanche have Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCarr. And the flyers do not. So I'm also gonna say, just for fun, I'm gonna say a close game. I'll go uh I'll go three to two. Three to two? I
1: was three thinking two. about that one too.
0: Yeah. I like it. Yeah.
1: I like it. Yeah. It'll it'll definitely be closer, I feel like, than in years past with abs and Philly or Phillies, abs and Flyers games.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, if the abs were fully healthy, this would probably be like an extremely embarrassing game for the Flyers, but um, you know, they're getting a little bit of a, a handicap from the injured avalanche. So at least we have that to look forward to.
1: Yes. So different names, different faces, just the same as it is in, in Philly with Tortorella and his experiment. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know, it'll be fun. It'll be, it'll be, it should be a good game though. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Evan, thank you very much for joining me to do this little pregame podcast. If you would like to, you can tell people where they can find you on the internet.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me again, as always. um, You can obviously go check out milehighhockey.com. That's our SB Nation site covering the Colorado Avalanche. Um, You can follow us on Twitter at milehighhockey.com. Um, you can also follow my personal Twitter if you wish, um, at L Louie, the letter L and then Louie, and then the I in louis is a one, um, which I know sounds a little odd, but you know, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> where, I, where I talk a lot more about it than just abs hockey, um, including my, you know, soon college, soon to be college graduations. That's, that's exciting to look forward to. And then also scary at the same time, but that yeah. is
0: thrilling. <laughs> As an old person, I can offer you one bit of advice. Simply never graduate. Maybe just hang <laughs> around, get like a second degree. Like you don't really need to. Don't do not do the whole thing. Just. I'll,
1: I'll see what I can find between now and May. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be like one of those super seniors that ends up in college for 12 years. <laughs> but
1: that's yeah, that's, you. that's where y'all can find me. Um, <laughs> and And yeah, we're. We're we're looking to build good good and better things for at Mile High Hockey and you know keep looking to get better.
0: Yeah, everyone, go over there and check out what they are doing. It's one of our, in my opinion, better sites. Um, so yeah, check out Mile High Hockey. Take a look at what the Avalanche have been up to over the last couple of weeks. Evan, thank you again for joining us, and I hope that you enjoy the game. Hope everyone listening enjoys the game. Go Flyers.
1: Thanks again for having me. Go Abs.